Welcome to Rachel Lawson's The Magician's Podcast, a darkly gothic place. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our show. Said a voice that came from the stage full of fear. He's throwing his voice and using the microphone. Might as well be in the man the Italian accent. The stage people were lost. It's using a trapdoor in the Italian bathroom. I will blow the fires. And I am Max Flourish. Max pulled the rabbit out of the hat. Then opened the rabbit's mouth. Mike's eyes widened in horror. He screamed, Pull the hat out of the rabbit. He killed the rabbit. But he was covered in rabbit blood and screamed, Not again. Bring down the curtains. Show's over. How did they do that? Asked. Soon after, the Italian went into the theatre's back doors and the position. He wasn't alone. The fans and autograph hunters were there too. Mr. Alexander, how did you do that trick with the rabbit? Asked the Italian. And Blake walked out of the stage door. Mike was shaking. I'm sorry if it distressed you. I've told him a thousand times. Not to try to pull a hat from a rabbit. Down the events up eagerly crying the banner. I'll show again, said Mike. But how did you do it? asked the Italian. The magician never reveals his secrets, Mike said in shaking. Reflex thing. I'm a magician. I am the great Vanini, said the Italian, pronouncing his name fervently. Are you serious? You are the great Vanini? Yes, I am Fabio Vanini, master magician and fraud debunker, said Vanini. Pulling out a business card, giving it to Blake. Blake read, Oh, you're the great for me. Blake said, recognizing the name. He 
was known as the Italian Houdini. Houdini found fakes, and he knew all the tricks. Tell me how he did the trick. It was just magic, the Blake of Hamilton. Tell me, I have to know. But for me, yes, but you know. Magic, the Blake Here, a signed copy of Blake's book. The Max walking out the door. Handing everyone, including Blake, a copy of Blake's autobiography. Max, I didn't sign them. Says Blake frowning. And I haven't written any books either. So assume me, it was ghost written by your son Tempest. And I enchanted them to have your signature, said Max, laughing, seeing how angry it made his friend. Thank you for the book. said Fanini, not understanding anything he heard. Tell me, how did you do it? Asked Fanini. It wasn't me, said Blake, being led off by Max. As anyone would who was curious about something, Fanini read Blake's book. In it he read Blake devised his magic act in his office in his backyard. Fanini knew there was no way with Blake telling how the trick was done. So he thought he'd break into the office and find the papers where worked out the act and he could read them. Benini followed Blake home and snuck into the backyard of the home of Blake and his wife. It was the most ethereal place that Benini ever saw. It was larger than it seemed. It made him want to move on and on to the small castle. The back he found an old wooden door, and he entered the door, cautiously making sure not seen. He found a large gingerophic office complex with many doors and tables, the papers quilts, bottles of black Fanini knew he shouldn't be there, yet he knew he had to know Blake's thoughts and why Blake had a large office complex in his backyard. He wandered around the office building for a while until he heard a voice calling for help in the closed room. He thought it was a joke. Sounded like they were stuck in a dark room and could not leave. Too cheesy, he thought the magician had caught him. 
Fellini opened the door and fainted when he came round. The ghost was asking him if he was all right. Fellini turned wider than the ghost. The Italian ran down the corridor, being followed by the ghost asking him why he was running. He ran for what seemed ages. Then ran into the oddest thing. It was a man of flesh and bone. The man fell over, lamenting for needing to run and said something. Who are you? The man asked, backing up. He is the great Fanini. A voice behind him. Benini turned to face the owner to see something worse than a ghost. It was a grim reaper. Oh my god. Sorry I broke in and set the ghost free. Said the whimpery Italian crawling on the floor. The ghost started insulting. The reaper turned abruptly to the ghost. Settle down, Freddy, he scared said the reaper. Why is he here? the man asked. I think he wants to know how Max pulled out. I think grabbed him. Ford was part of the trap. Try that again, said the man. Yes, he did, Max. He did, said the man. Yes, son. He put two and two together and realized the man had two owner's knuckleheads in more danger. He didn't know who was worse. The ghost of the Greek war the serial killer. Crawled to an open door to escape. Bone hand clasped his knees. And dragged him to his feet. And may I ask what this is? The hand that shaped beneath his wrist? Let him go, Dante. He's just a scared fan of the magic show. Of the necromancer. What are you doing? Afterlife, he's not dead. But Dante released Benini's wrist. The first reason looked like he was frowning, magic, but he had no eyes. He asked me how Max pulled a hat out of a rabbit. I couldn't tell him how it was done. So he seems to have decided to ransack my magic back to notes and find out how he did the trick, said Blake. You are Blake Alexander, said to me. Are you surprised to find me lurking in my own office? said the reaper Blake, quizzically. No, I was, he 
was dead at once, and so can we? We stumbled upon the anti-ruins, the afterlife. Monsters aren't monsters. But all of us, said the red blank. Hey! Guide him out of the building and back to the street. Through the enchanted garden. You only come back here if he's unaccompanied. In the garden, I chatted it so anyone who strays there. From here comes back. I didn't expect people would want to break in. Afterlife, Rico Blake said. The necromancer led Fanini to the street. Thank you for listening. Remember, the magicians will return. So, keep an eye on this site if you like the stories and poetry. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. Till next time.